Good morning, greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We greet you from Piney Hill Baptist Church in Amherst, Virginia, Pastor Mage H. Gilbert Sr. We come to you this morning on this fourth Sunday in August. And looking like to me it was just January and the Lord has uh, allowed things to just pass by slowly but quickly. But we just thank God for having another opportunity to come before his presence. He said, this is the Lord that this is the house that the Lord has made me shall worship and give praises to all his name for all of his goodness and all of his mercy. And we just want to lift up the name of Jesus this morning. I was glad when they said in the hymn, let us go into the house of the Lord. We're going to ask y'all to please stand and we're going to have a song this morning. My wife got one. Uh, she just sung one. This morning when I rose, yeah, I didn't have no doubt. This morning when I rose, yeah, I didn't have no doubt. This morning when I rose, yeah, I didn't have no doubt. I know the Lord will take care of me. I know the Lord will provide for me. I know the Lord lead and guide me. Going in the military, going in the 
Navy. Uh, to pray God's blessings over his life, you know, that he would be successful, you know, and uh, hey, look, it, it, it ain't easy. But look, God didn't say it was going to be easy, ain't it? But we ask that you would pray for that family. Her, her father ended up failed yesterday at the church and uh, had to be in the hospital till late yesterday evening. And uh, we ask to pray for him and uh, pray that God will, they say he came home and they released him. So that's good news. Pray for my daughter. She's continuing to mend dad's work for the rest of the week, uh, the rest of the month. But we pray that God's healing hand will be upon her. We'll wait till those come in to be seated. Our scripture is Psalms 34, verses 15 through 19. Our scripture reads, The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are upon, open unto thy cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry in the Lord heareth, and delivereth them of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are brokenhearted, and saveth such to be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him of them all. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading here and of his holiness, righteous word. You may be seated. You know, one of the harsh realities that we have uh, in life is to acknowledge that Someone's eyes is always watching us. And, 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 and as a Christian, you got to understand that uh, as you are in the world, somebody's eyes is always on us. You know, I told you a story about a deacon who uh, his wife makes these rum cakes. And a good rum cake, you got to have, you got to have the right stuff. Let me, let me put it that way. So, so, he told, his wife told him to go on down to the store in Alta Vista and, 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 and get some rum. And he, he, he was, he, he was, didn't want to go down to that store. I'm a deacon here in the church and, and I go down to the store, somebody's going to see me and, 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 and somebody's going to be watching me. So he drove all the way to Roanoke. Drove all the way to Roanoke to go get that rum so his wife could have the rum for the rum cake. He got up in the parking lot and Ron Oak, he come out with his bag. You know how you do the bag. He do the bag. He had the bag coming out the store. Somebody said, hey, Deacon, how you doing? See, somebody, what? Is always watching you. I don't care where you go. I, uh, sometimes you think that, we call it incognito. You think you're out there and nobody knows where you're at. But somebody's eyes is always on us. See, what we fail to realize is that someone bigger than you and I, are always watching us. His eyes is always watching us. But from uh, another perspective, we sometimes think that we go through life all alone and nobody understands our situation. Nobody is watching us. Nobody sees our condition that we're in. See, so many times we're desperately waiting on somebody to notice us, notice our cry as we're crying out. And look at our faces and we see hurt, pain, and suffering on our faces. And sometimes we just want somebody to notice us, pay attention to what we're going through. But, uh, but sometimes we're ashamed to ask for help, ain't we? 
we're crying out and we need help and, and, and we want somebody to pay attention to us, but we we are ashamed to ask somebody for any help. So David asked the question in Psalm 139, where shall I go to flee from his spirit? Where shall I go to flee from his presence? And, and his conclusion was, if I ascend up in heaven, he said, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, that thou art there. If I take wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, he said, even there thy hand shall lead me and thy right hand will hold me. So whatsoever your condition, wherever you are in life, that place that you are, God's presence. Is there? I want to let you know this morning yes, that yes. God cares about you. Thank he you sees Lord. you Thank in God. your condition. He sees you yes. in your situation, Come and on, He man. understands all about you. Yes, yes. I remember the old hymn that says that why should I feel discouraged? Why yes. should the shadow come? Why yes. should my heart feel lonely and long for heaven and home when Jesus, yes. He is my portion of yes. a constant friend. Yes. Is He? If his eyes is on the sparrow, I know his eyes is watching over me. Ain't it good to know that God's eyes is on us? It's good to know that his eyes is on us no matter what situation, no matter what condition in life you're in, no matter where you are in life, God's eyes is upon us. That's a comforting to know that whatever situation that I'm in, whatever state of mind that I'm in, God's eyes yes, yes. are still upon us. So today I, I want to talk to you on the subject, I see you, but do you see me? I see you, but God is asking the question, but do you see me? Let us go into the Lord in prayer. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come. We thank you, Lord, for being back behind this sacred desk, Lord. We thank you for ministers Tinsley, Sister Tinsley, for carrying on. And we thank you for the church family, for the prayers over my family. And we thank you, Lord, for all that you have done in us and through us. We thank you, Lord, for the little vacation rest, Lord. We thank you for putting your loving arms around us and protecting us and keeping us from all hurt, harm, and danger. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that your eyes were upon us as we went traveling and then came back home safely. And you kept away, oh, Heavenly Father, the hand of death. You kept away sickness and hurt, harm, and danger away from us. Lord, we just thank you now, Lord. It's about preaching time. So we ask that you would just... Lord, your dear servant, in the deep well of thy salvation, cover me, Lord, with your loving care. Touch me with the blood of Jesus, Lord, that I might be able to speak boldly those things that you have laid upon my heart, that I might be able to preach. And the word that of me would be of thee. Lord, we thank you, Lord, and we praise you. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. You know, this week, I, many of you have seen uh, my testimony on Facebook, and God reaffirmed that his eyes was upon me. Uh, many have seen and read that I was on this little fishing trip on Monday evening after I had taken my wife down to Newport News to be with my daughter. I, uh, I went down to a Stanley River Park, Long Island Park, and, and I got down there and I was fishing and nothing was biting, and 
all of a sudden a storm came up. I could hear the wind blowing through the trees. I, I could hear the rain coming up the river. A couple son and his father were up the bank fishing from me. Uh, they, they, they started getting the tackle boxes and getting their bait and their hooks reeled in and, 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 and they headed to the car. And, and, and the mother had come up, the wife had came up earlier and I guess he told them they need to get out of the storm. So uh, they, they headed toward the car. I've been over and I got my reel, my hook in and I've been over and got my tackle box and when I got my tackle box, I reached down to get my, my rods and a tree this big fell down beside me. The wind broke this tree up by the roots and it landed right beside me. That reaffirmed to me the, the, that the hand of God is still over my life. I was praising God that our, that that so near death experience that God saw me. I was able uh, to witness the eyes of God upon me for myself. I realized I serve a God that sits high, but he's also a God that looks low. I have any witnesses in the house this morning. I, I know there have been some times that you thought that you was all by yourself, that nobody saw your situation and the condition that was you in, but God's eyes are upon you. God is watching for us each and every day. God created us and made us in his image. And, and, and because of that, God uh, cares about us. You know, the scripture tells me, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? He said, they made him a little lower than angels, and they have crowned him with glory and honor. See, being exalted as the children of God, sometimes we get ourselves in a place where uh, our own glory becomes our enemy. All we right. think that we sit so high sometimes no that problems don't come no our way. See, our pride gets us from uh, seeing the glory of God in our lives every day. We want to see the glory of God. You don't realize when you woke up this morning, the glory of God showed up in that room. When you were driving down the highway, the glory of God kept at bay those cars in their lane and made sure everything was safe getting to your appointed place. When you be able to go to that job, God's glory provides a safe haven in your job place where you can go and work without having fear of being able to know that God is able to be able to get us all that we stand in the need of. See, even from that throne of God, God still sees us, ain't it? He, he, he sits high and he looks low, doesn't he? And, and, but we sometimes allow pride. To hinder us yeah. from seeing the glory of God in our everyday life. Are y'all with me this morning, huh? Yeah. I mean, this CD that I listen to, I, I always keep them in my car. And, and it's the gospel according to jazz by Kurt Whalum. And he got this song that he said that he went to the movie Avatar. Avatar is, is this cartoonish type movie that was put out. And, and he said that every time in the movie when they... Uh, met one another, they said, I see you. And, and, and it's good to know that in every situation that we are in life, that God says, I see you. Huh? 
But the problem is that do we see him? Huh? Right. Do we see the Lord of God working in our lives each and every day? God got to do something special for us to see his glory. Ain't it? And, and we don't realize that every day is a blessing. Ain't it? Uh, every day is a blessing. Huh? And, and look, you, you, you scared because you ain't got a full tank of gas. You better be giving God praise because you got gas in the car. And we see a reflection 
and we don't like what that reflection is about ourselves. And, and, and that's good sometimes because that will drive us to want to change some things in our life. Yeah. If you like what you see all the time in your life, something ain't working, ain't it? Uh, you should hate to see yourself in some of the situations that you've gotten yourself in. See, we see life as this thing broken and filled with hatred of ourselves and the world that we're in. It becomes very difficult to live that way when you see everything that you don't like about yourself. You should love something about yourself, but you don't want to change everything about yourself. I know my past is not all that it should be, but my past is what made me who I am Amen. today. Uh, all of that stuff that back in the past helped shape me into being who I am today. See, I see people all around us that live life like they want to be able to forget everything that happened in their past. They don't like themselves. They don't like other folks. They don't like who they are. They don't like who they were. They're always angry with everybody around them. And, and it's not a good thing to be able to do that in life. And we always said, them young folks, you know, we got old folks that think the same way. They don't like themselves, don't like nobody else, ain't got no friends. They just dislike themselves, but they don't like other folk either. Amen. They don't like what they look like, and they don't like what you look like. Ain't that bad? Yeah, it's bad. They, they, just got, they just don't like nothing. But the thing about it is we ignore that fact that it's really important in life that we learn to know who we are and to Amen. see us as we are. But what's most important is how does God see us. Uh, I, I don't care how you see yourself, but you should have a concern in your life about how God sees us. Yeah. The scripture tells us in Job 24 and 23 that thou, though it be given unto him in safety wherein is rested, yet the eyes of God is upon our ways. Uh, then he said that uh, his, for his eyes are upon the eyes of man, and he seeth his doings. And, and, and then Psalm 11 and 4 says that the Lord is in his holy temple, and the Lord's throne is in heaven, and his eyes are uh, behold, and his eyelids try the children of men. See, God sees us in every aspect of life. And sometimes we think that God only sees us when we're doing good things. But God sees everything that we do. And I believe that we got a whole lot of lip service that people have said that they love God. And, 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 and somehow they, they can't love one another. And God sees that. You know, coming to church and all up in the air. And, and, I, and I hope they hear me. I hope they hear me. My wife ought just that. And I'm going to say this in public, and I hope the boys are listening. You know, it might help me. My wife's aunt died. She got two sons, one living in Lynchburg. You know that boy didn't come to the hospital to see his mom. That boy didn't come to the funeral to, to bury his mom. The other son got married because his mama didn't tell him who his daddy was. And he didn't come to his mother's uh, deathbed, nor did he come to his mother's funeral. The eyes of God is upon them. That rascal going to put on Facebook, he hid back home for the reading of the will. Huh? Can you imagine? I hope they hear me. They get mad with me. I, I, I buried it to the family. But you need to hear this, boys. The eyes of God is upon you. And, and, and what makes so bad is one of them coming to the store talking about he was baptized in the blood. 
I, I don't care what you say with lip service about how you love the Lord and God's eyes are upon us. Huh? See, the thing is, our biggest issue is, is maybe not that God sees us, but what? Do we see him? All right. no, God is saying, I see you, but do you see me? As we look at our text, yes. we're going to usher on in. David is writing this song. He's giving thanks and praise to God for saving him from the hand of, 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 of Saul. And, and Saul was seeking for to kill him. And at the very low point in David's life, the depth of pain is very evident in our text this morning. He said, I sought the Lord. Uh, and, and he heard me and yeah. delivered me from all of my fears that right at the yeah. beginning of that chapter. Yeah. He said, they looked upon him and were lighting their faces, were ashamed. The poor man cried. The Lord heard him, saved him out of all of his trouble. The angel of the Lord encamped around about him yeah. and, and, and that feared him and delivered him. See, isn't it amazing how uh, when we get to our lowest estate, we cry out to God and, and knowing that uh, when we cry out to God, he's one that will be able to hear us and deliver us from our issues and our beliefs. Yeah. And even better than knowing that we can call on him, that he hears us and he answers our call. Yeah. Answering why we're in this state of despair. We are soaring uh, in, into the lowest depth of our problems in our lives. And, and we're wondering why God come not hear us. God hears us. And we just need to call upon his name. Uh, and, and it's better said that he heard. And, and, and it's good to know that when you call upon the Lord, that he will hear you. He heard him. And he said that he saved him from all of his trouble. Just that God heard and delivered David, he hear you and I. He knows all about us. He knows our condition. Ain't it good to know that God sees us? But even better, if we could see the glory of God, yeah, we could yeah. see him in our times of trouble. We could see him in our good days as well as our bad days. Yeah. While we're up or whether we're down, if we could only see the glory of God. Yeah. The scripture tells me that blessing is the poor in spirit, for they shall see God. Ain't it? When you get into your poor spirit in your life, you can be able to see the glory of God. Yeah. I, I, they, 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 they asked me, when I heard the tree fall, did I uh, react? <laughs> see, if I would have reacted when I heard the tree fall, I didn't know which way to jump. There you go. Right. See, have you ever been in a situation where you didn't know which way to jump? You, you jump into the traffic or you jump away from the traffic. Which way? See, or if I would have jumped, I would have took personal accountability. I saved myself. Yep. See, but, but, but when I didn't have time to react, God did the work, so I had to give him all of the glory. It, it won't my speed. It won't my, my quickness. It wasn't my, my reflex action helping to save me. It was God that saved me. When we experience that heart transformation that, that, that Paul wrote about being transformed, having the renewing of your mind, God began to work in our lives. John 11 and 40 said that Jesus said unto her, uh, and he said that, uh, uh, said I not unto thee that I would have believed that thou shalt see the glory of God. See, God 
want us to get into a situation where we'll see his glory. Amen. The pure in heart, uh, we, we are able to see the glory of God. God always sees us, but when we get our hearts transformed yes. and, and, and get yes. our hearts to the place of yearning and crying out to him, we began to see God in all of his glory. David optioned to taste and see the glory of God. He said that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. He said that our trust in God will open our eyes up to see his goodness and our needs will be met if we would only call out to him. Uh, the writer of Hebrews says, Father, peace of all men and holiness without which no man can see God. Until Amen. you get your heart right, until yes, you get yes. your place of perfect peace in your life, you will never be able to fully see the glory of God in your life. Then Paul tells us, what can hinder us from seeing God? He writes to the church of Rome. He said, God has given them the spirit of slumber. In their eyes uh, that they should not see, and ears that they cannot hear. So when, 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 when you get your heart transformed, God will begin to open up your eyes. But if you fail to hear the word of God, he will put you in a place of slumber so that you won't see his goodness. You'll never hear the glory of God in your life. See, sometimes we get caught up into things so much that we fail to see the glory of God. We take credit for things that only God did in our life. Uh, we want to say that I pulled myself up on my own bootstrap. I did it on my own. You did not do anything on your own because without God, you wouldn't have gotten up this morning. And without God, you wouldn't have had a job to go to. Without God, you wouldn't have had the wisdom and understanding to even do that job. Amen. See, you got to be able to allow the Spirit of God to help you see that the glory of God that is in your life. In our text, David said that the eyes of God are on us and, and he sees us. Our text says that the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are upon those that cry. As I stated, God's eyes are upon his children if you would only cry out to him. Our text says the righteous. That means that we have to become right in the eyes of God for him to see us and to be able to help us get through those situations. Amen. Romans says that if we would confess with our mouths and believe in our heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, we shall behave. For in the heart man believes unto righteousness with the mouth made unto salvation. When we become right in the eyes of God, our confession is made, our belief in Jesus is sure. He says that we become that new creation, that God can come and make things new in your life. We don't have to be the old person that we've been. God will be able to come inside, make us right, make us live, so that we can be able to have a life that will be pleasing in this sight. I want to be, I want God to see me having a right life. I want yeah, God to see yeah. me doing the right things. I want God to see me uh, doing the right things for my family, the right things for my children. I want God to see me doing the right things for this church. Amen. He said, when I confess and believe in Jesus, that I will have that right spirit inside of me to do what God desired me to do. Amen. You know, once we become adopted into the family of Jesus, his eyes automatically become on us. And his ears are open to hear our cry. 
whatever condition we're in, whatever you see yourself in, God will be able to come and hear and listen to you and to come see about your situation. Next David says that God sees our ungodly acts also. See, we, we, we always want God to see us, but sometimes we don't. Uh, sometimes I feel like a nut. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I want God to see me, but what? Sometimes I don't, eh? You know? So let's be real. He says, the face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. See, there are times all of us have acted up, ain't it? Yeah. We acted out of the will of God in our lives. My, my daughter's always trying to tell me I'm giving mom a hard time. I know. My daughter always tells me, Daddy, God don't like ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said a few Sundays ago, one thing is that you, you don't want God to turn his back on you. You don't want God to turn you loose to yourself. You know, God don't like ugly, do he? God wants you to be loving and kind. See, another thing is that we don't want God to turn his face against us. No. Huh? See, when, when we do ugly things, God takes his eyes off us. That yeah. He takes his eyes. He can't look on ugly again. No. He, he, he takes his eyes off us. And when we do those ugly things and he takes his eyes off us, we got to deal with the consequences of it. Don't we? When yeah. God cuts his remembrance off us from the earth, We'll regret that for the rest of your life here and in eternity. Uh, and then we need to understand that God sees us in our ugliness as well as while we're in our righteous way. We need to realize that. Uh, uh, Digging Archie Monroe at Hills Creek he used to say that you used to throw a rock and hide your hand. Uh, we, we get ugly sometimes and we think that we can hide our hand. That God doesn't see us. huh? We sometimes think that we can be ugly, but God doesn't see us in our ugliness. huh? But when God sees us being ugly, he can't look upon that evil. He, he has to turn his face from us. So you should do all you can to not to be in a way where God will have to turn his back on us and not see us in our ugliness. But all of us get ugly sometimes, don't we? All of us got some ugly ways, ain't eh? And, and, and the only way that you can help yourself is to say, confess that thing. Don't, don't try to uh, dismiss that you don't have any ugly ways. I got some ugly ways in there, right, honey? Yeah, baby. And, and honey, you got some ugly ways, don't Yeah, baby. And, 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 and y'all got some ugly ways? Yeah. And, and the thing is, we should be able to try to do something to be able to help us not be uh, ugly in the sight of God so that he would take his eyes off us, knowing that he's watching us. Should be able to help us to try to not to hide our hand, but to be able to change our way. But don't try to hide your hand. Confess that thing. Confess that thing, and then God will be able to give you the strength through the Holy Spirit to help you to get rid of that thing in your life. Once you confess it, then God will give you power to be able to help rid that thing out of your life. But the worst thing you can say is, I didn't do it. You keep saying, I didn't do it. You're going to believe you didn't do it. And then you're going to be able to nothing to do anything about it in your own life. Come on. God sees us. Yes, he does. But he said he turns his face and leaves us to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's a bad place to be in life when God will leave you to yourself, ain't it? Mm -hmm. huh? That's not a good thing. Mm -hmm. 
So God says, look, he said, I saw you. <laughs> Do you see me? No, did you see me? See, we, we thought that we, we were ugly that God didn't see us, but God said, I saw you. Did you see me? Even though we thought that we were out there all alone and nobody knew. You know, one of the things in life that we have we call secret sins. You know, secret sins. Those are the ones that we think that nobody sees. Because it's only between us and God. But the thing about it is God sees it. Uh, I, I care less about what you see me. But I care so much about what God sees me. And, and I should care because he holds the keys to heaven, ain't eh? yeah. huh? You and I can't keep each other out of hell or heaven, yet. But he holds the key. We should care about what he sees. Then finally, because God sees us, we should cry out. We can see him for who he is. The righteous cry. The Lord heareth. Deliver them from all of their troubles. The Lord is nigh to them with a broken heart. Same as such that has a contrite spirit. Many are the reflections of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from all of them. Huh? Once again, David says that God sees and he hears the, the righteous cry out and he'll deliver them from all of their troubles. If you want God to see us, you just need to start crying out. Don't be so proud and bold and ashamed to cry out to God. See, sometimes we, we, we are so bold to crowd to one another, but be bold enough to crowd to God. He's the one that can help you. Amen. I remember when I used to be afraid I, that I, I turned 14 years old. How many people in here kill hogs? Right. 14 years old. Daddy told me it's time for you to be a man. And I'm wondering what he's talking about. He handed me the butcher knife. He shot the hog, pow, and he commanded me to bleed the hog. And I was scared to death. And, and he shot the hog, get him, boy. I grabbed the knife and I bled the hog. I turned around and ran up to the house, mama! See, every now and then when you get into a place where you need to cry out, you don't need to cry out to mama. You cry out to God. You got to cry out to God. He is the one that can help you. But when you cry out to God, he is the one that will be able to cancel your prayer. Whatever the situation you're in, whether you reacted or not, whatever you needed, he will deliver you from that. He, he is never that far away from your situation that he will not come to see about you if you would only cry out to him. They, they call it, they ask the question, do, do God hear sinners? You know, and I heard some preachers say that God does not hear sinners pray. But the Bible tells me that these two men went up into the temple and prayed. And they, they were praying and, and they, are, he, they, they said that this one uh, Pharisee, he stood up and he said that uh, he, he never sinned and he did all those things. He lifted up in the pride and pride and he prayed up to God. And this old sinner that came, he just said, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Amen. See, when you come to God, and you lay aside your pride when you come to God earnestly, calling upon him. He will hear even a sinner's prayer. Because look, you and I would not be here if God had not heard our sinner's prayer. God hears the prayer of sinners 
cry to God with a whole heart. He will hear your cry. He will come and see about you. If he'll hear the cry of a sinner, what about you and I, one of his children? If we only cry out to him, God wants to show us his goodness and his mercy and his power in our lives. But many times when we're in trouble, we don't cry out to God. We cry out to our friends. We cry out to the world around us. But we need to cry out to God. Come see about me. God will come and see us and he will rescue us from our own ways if we're going to call upon him. Yes, he will. God is saying, I see you, but do you, do you see me? Mm -hmm. As we close, I ask that question. While you have a chance, he sees you, but do you really see him in mm -hmm. all of his goodness? Yes. Uh, when, when those things happen in your life, when when you didn't know what to do, if you would just confess that, that, that God was still in the prayer answering business, he was still there to be able to help you out of your situation. You know, the bad news is if you wait too late, you, you're going to see him anyway, ain't you? So you might as well call upon him while it is day, ain't he? He said, when nighttime comes, no man works it. Cry out to God while you have a chance, ain't he? Huh? My Bible tells me that every knee shall bow. Huh? Every tongue is going to confess. Huh? So confess to God while you've got a chance. Huh? If you don't see him now, they said, see me now or what? See me, later. see me later, ain't it? So I encourage all of us to see God while we have time on this side of the river. Huh? See him while you can see his glory working in your life. See him while you can be able to have a chance to do something about your life. See him while you can be able to help uh, see uh, the glory of God working in your life so that others might see Christ in you. Amen. See, when Jesus returned in these last days, all of us will see him, but for many of us, will be too late. Uh, don't, don't wait until it's too late to see God in your life. Have enough love for one another. We said in Sunday school this morning that if God don't dwell in you, you can't dwell in him. But if he dwell in him, he'll dwell in you. But if he dwells in you, the love of God will dwell in your heart. You can't say God is dwelling in you when you don't have the love of God in your heart. If you want to see the love of God being revealed in your life, if you want to see the glory of God being expressed in your life, get the love of God down on the side of you. Huh, you'll see his glory each and every day. I got this old song that I sing. It said, A little flower that blooms in May A lovely sunset at the end of the day Someone watching a stranger along the way That's never to me The feeling I have when I hear touching prayer That lets me know that God is somewhere even the birds flying around in the air, that's never to me. The feeling I have when I hear a touching prayer, that lets me know that my God is somewhere. Even the birds flying around in the air, that's never to me. 
See, you got to see heaven while you're here on earth. You got to see the goodness of the Lord in the people that you meet each and every day. Sometimes you try to wonder why uh, you, 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 you wonder why God don't see you. And, and you're wondering why you can't see the glory of God. He's all around us. He's in the birds flying around in the air. He, he's on the people that you meet on the street every day. We want to see the glory of God. The glory of God can be expressed in your life. He, he wants to see God. You, you, you want to see God? God wants to see you in him. And he in you. He wants us to be the manifestation of God here on earth. All that God wants us to be is to be like him. Amen. But and if you want to see God, change your life. Turn your heart around. Get to know him for who he is. Amen. He will be able to see. Old song says, as I journey through this land, singing as I go, pointing yes. souls to Calvary to the crimson flow. Many hours have pierced my soul deep within, but he says that through him I will win. When the billows rise in the mighty deep, then the Lord directs my bar. He shall surely keep. He leads me gently through the world below. He's a real friend to me. I love him so. Oh, I want to see him. And to look upon his face. There to sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. Carols all past home and last, ever to rejoice. If you want to see him one day, you got to be able to Allow him to come into your heart. Amen. Allow him to change that old stony heart into a heart of flesh. Mm -hmm. Don't let him come into your heart while you got a chance. Mm -hmm. He said that he who has seen the Father has seen me. We got to be able to see Jesus Christ in order to see the God who he is. So my question today is, do you see him? Do you see him in your life? Do you see him in your days when you're up or days when you're down? Do you see him when things are not going right in your life? Do you see him when things are up and when things are down? See, don't wait so long. God is looking for you to open your eyes so that he can see the glory of him working in your personal life. God wants to see you. But do you want to see him? Huh? Receive him into your heart. Then you'll be able to see him in all of his glory. God is working things out each and every day. I, I, I was asking someone, do you understand how God is working things out 20 miles down the road? Have you ever got down the road 20 miles and it was an accident? And you didn't know God was doing this in order for it to pave a way for you. My, my, my boss told me that he was driving in California and all of a sudden he felt God's hand do this. And he moved him over into the other lane. Have you ever been having like God pushed you? Or, or God just moved you out the way? God does that. He sees you and he, he knows what you're going through. But when he comes into your presence, he will reveal himself to you and make known so that you can know that God was there. Amen. I told you, when that tree fell, I know I saw God. Mm -hmm. huh? I know he saw me. See, that's a good feeling when you know God's eyes is upon you, ain't it? Mm -hmm. But it's a better feeling when you know that you can see him and see him in all of his glory. Mm -hmm. God wants us to have a closer walk with him so that we can see the glory of him working in our lives. Mm -hmm. Don't look, look, at, look at everything and realize that what? God is in everything. Yes, he is. And if we would just see the glory of him in everything that we do, 
that we'll have a little bit better life down here on earth, won't we? Uh, we'll have a little bit better life. Don't, don't expect great things to happen for God to reveal. God can be in dialysis, can't he, Sister Mary? Hmm? God can be in their doctor's head and they'd write uh, 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 Kenny. Hmm? God can be in that examination room. Isn't that right? Yes, yes. We got to see him there. And then we got to recognize that what? He sees us. In my worst condition. In my best condition. In my ups. In my downs. God's eyes is always upon the righteous. But his eyes are also on those that do evil. We got to remember that. God bless you. Be encouraged. Do you see him? I know he sees me. That's the confidence that I live with. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you, Lord. Hopefully we've been encouraged to know that God's eyes are upon his children. We know that sometimes that we are in places that we are not pleased in the eyes of God, but we know that even there, his right hand shall be upon us. Lord, we just thank you so much for your goodness. We thank you so much for your mercy. We pray, Lord, that you would just continue to help us to be able to grow closer to you each and every day. Lord, just work with us, Lord. Be patient with us and help us, oh Lord, that we might continue to grow to the glory of God in our lives, Lord. Uh, we come, oh Lord, praying for the sick, the suffering. Uh, we pray for Sister uh, Anderson, Lord, and her family. We pray, Lord, for uh, all of the bereaved families. Pray for Sister Tyresa, husband, I mean, excuse me, a father, and pray for my daughter. We pray for uh, Sister Cooley, their family, Lord. We pray for all of those families that are going through. Pray for Marcel, who is going into the Navy, Lord. So we just pray for this church at large. Those names that I mentioned, those names that I did not, we touch in a mighty way. We just thank you for bringing Sister Mary a mighty long way, Lord. And bringing Sister Cooley through uh, her heart illnesses and bring Sister uh, 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 Hazel back uh, uh, from that heart surgery, Lord. And just blessing us in a way that only you know how, Lord. Go with us now and stand by us and help us, oh Lord, that we might continue to look and lean and depend on you. Lord, we thank you, Lord, and we praise you. Now we have opened the doors of the church that those who do not know Christ, we have a chance to give our lives unto him. Those who have to uh, reconfirm or reaffirm their faith, this is an opportunity to come and to uh, reestablish your relationship with God. God does not uh, throw any of us away. Uh, sometimes we think God has thrown us away because we're slack. But God is a loving God. He's a patient God. And the only thing we need to do is to put our trust in him. So we ask that you continue to pray for the Piney Hill family, and we'll pray for you. We thank God for you joining us this morning on Facebook, and we'll continue on and praise you. We'll see you again next week. May God bless you. May heaven ever smile upon you.